want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's up, you guys? Coming at you live from my bed. Yes, that's right. I am recording today's podcast from my bed because it has been one of those days, one of those couple days... I've been trying to make my bedroom feel a lot more homey recently, and it's just made me want to spend more time in my room, which is a really good thing. Today, I actually went to Pottery Barn and CB2, Home Goods, Home Sense, all those fun, like, interior-type stores, and I just started to get, like, more inspiration for my room. I built a nightstand the other day, which is exciting. It's way too small, (laughs) Um, but once I built it, I was like, okay, this is way too tiny. I'll probably post a picture on Instagram pretty soon, but I'm taking a social media detox right now, which we'll talk about in a second. But I built this nightstand and I was like, oh my gosh, this is literally so tiny. I don't know what piece of furniture this would actually look good next to, but obviously I'm not going to take it apart and put it back in the box and send it back. So I'm kind of just like making do with what I have right now. But long story short, I've just been trying to kind of piece the home together a little bit more, make it feel, I don't know, just kind of make myself feel more settled. If you guys have been following along all summer, I have kind of just been bouncing around between Annapolis during the week for work and then Ocean City on the weekends. And all of that back and forth, I think has just caught up to me. And I just feel like I need to work on making this house feel more homey and just enjoy my time here at home and like find ways to just chill because for a while I literally have not chilled at home it just wasn't like a fun nice zen space and that's the vibe I'm going for long story short I'm recording today's podcast from bed because I feel like laying in bed (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that so if you guys are new here welcome what's up thank you so much for clicking on today's episode be sure to subscribe i post new episodes every single week and you definitely don't want to miss out another quick announcement if you guys haven't already you should totally join the 80 20 group chat on geneva it's basically just a group chat with like 200 plus 80 20 listeners and we just talk about so many miscellaneous things there's all kinds of different chat rooms And I actually just added a new one called Self Love Club, 
which is what today's podcast episode is going to be all about. So I figured that we could kind of use that room as an extension of today's podcast episode. So if you enjoyed today's episode and you want to hear more about this topic, be sure to go check out the link in the show notes and connect with me and all kinds of other 8020 listeners as well. So I've got a couple little intro life updates that I wanted to chat with you guys about. One being a social media detox. I do this kind of intuitively. For a while now, I've just been feeling like I need to focus more on what's going on inside rather than worrying about posting what's going on on the outside. And I've always, always, always lived under the philosophy that you have to fill your own cup before you can pour into others. And we've talked about this so much on the show that like if I ever just go social media, which happens honestly more frequently than it should, it just means that I'm working on me, I'm putting in the effort to better myself and work through my own shit essentially, rather than posting about it online. I I really don't appreciate when people hop online and just bitch about their problems. I don't think that social media is the place for that. Social media has opened so many doors and brought me so many opportunities and it is one of the biggest and coolest parts of my life. But I do not think that people should be blasting their problems and turning to social media for attention, solutions, as therapy (laughs) to some degree. I do think I tend to overshare on this podcast, but it's not my therapist, if that makes sense. So I've been doing the work behind closed doors. It's my business. It's nobody else's unless I like want to share a little bit on this podcast because I think that anyone who's tuning in tends to kind of have a similar situation going on in life. We're all, I mean, I look at my demographics. I think it's 95 or 94% female listening and there's listeners from all around the world, which is really, really exciting. But based on your reviews and your DMs and just the conversations that we have, I know that a lot of us are going through very, very, very similar things. And so I feel like I can talk about it on the show, but I don't, like, I'm not going to go on Instagram stories and just start bitching about my life. And I've never been the type of person to hop on social and bitch about my life. And I'm not going to start anytime soon. But I also know that if I'm just posting, like, the most random stuff just to post it, and it's not worth my time and energy, it's not going to be worth my viewers' time and energy. Like, why would I just post a random Instagram story of a random like cup of coffee or something like I want every single piece of content that I post to have value and if you know it's one thing to post a pretty picture and there's nothing wrong with that but it doesn't really provide value to you the listener you the viewer so I've just decided to take time off of Instagram I've still been scrolling I've still been kind of like keeping up with my friends and stuff However, I did go through and unfollow about 300 accounts. I used to keep my following list like really tight. I don't think that I've cleaned out my followers in probably six months, whereas I used to clean it out almost on like a monthly basis. And so I've had probably six months worth of accounts that I've been following. I had this realization the other day that my social media feed was all just celebrities and brands and people with blue check marks. And I never saw any of my friends' content. That was the content that I really wanted to see, right? You're hopping on Instagram to go catch up with your friends. But 
all you're seeing is ads or celebrities or brands or blue checks. And I was like, this is so not fun for me. And it's just people talking at me, telling me what I need to buy next, what I need to believe about myself, what I need to do, what I need to eat, how I need to think. So I unfollowed like 300 people. And then I started seeing all my friends' content again, which was really exciting. So I've been enjoying that portion of Instagram, like going and actually seeing what my actual friends are up to. Getting offline and just spending time doing things that I like to do without worrying about posting about it is such a refreshing feeling. Today, I just had such a fun self-care day. I just did so many random fun things. I didn't think to pull out my phone and document anything because... It was just all for me, you know? It wasn't about other people. I went on a nice walk this morning with Lexi. We got coffee. We actually, this is kind of funny. We like to go walk um, at the Naval Academy. I live in Annapolis, if you guys didn't know that. So we go and we walk around the academy and there was a ship there, like a Navy ship that you could hop on and tour. We took a tour of the ship, (laughs) so that was really cool. And then we walked back to the car, we had breakfast, I went for a run, Um, I'm starting to run, which is pretty exciting, I know I've, this has been a goal of mine literally forever, just to start running, and I was talking to a friend the other day, I can always rely on my guy friends to humble me, I was talking about starting running, and how I just know that I need to do it, and it's just something that I have been thinking about doing for such a long time just kind of making all these excuses like you know I've been focused on other things and doing this and doing that and he's like well if it's something that you have been wanting to do why haven't you done it because if you actually wanted to do it you would have done it by now I was like yeah you got me there so I've started running which is pretty exciting I use the Nike Run Club app and it's been super super helpful so I've been doing like guided runs on there um so I went for a little run and I made a yummy lunch. I went to Pottery Barn, Crate and Barrel, Home Goods, Home Sense. I went to Whole Foods, got some food for the week. That brings us up to speed to this moment where I'm literally laying in bed recording the podcast and it's so relaxing. Actually, I might pause this really quick and light a candle. That would just elevate this experience entirely. Eighty twenty is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I am absolutely obsessed with my Athletic Greens AG1. If you follow the podcast, you know that I love this product. I've been using it for almost a year now. I take it every single morning, first thing when I wake up, and it has absolutely changed my life. So before AG1, I would literally go to my supplement drawer and take over a dozen different supplements and pills, and it just was not working. And I wanted to see what all of the AG1 hype was about. So obviously, I started taking AG1. I'm all about efficiency, and AG1 has just totally streamlined my supplement routine. With just one scoop, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, 
whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, all the things. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes and trusted leading health experts. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop into a cup of water every day. That's it. There's no need for a million pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy for you guys, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash 8020. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash 8020 to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I got this candle at Whole Foods the other day. It's called Vanilla Spice by FB Candle Co. I think it's FB. Let me double check. The cool thing is that it's just essential oils and beeswax, so it doesn't have any added fake fragrance. You know, like when you walk into Bath and Body Works in the fall and it's like instant headache because the scents are just so much. This is not at all what it is. It is very like pumpkin spicy smelling. So if you don't like fall in a candle, don't get this one but I think it's super, super yummy and it burns really nicely. So I was gonna say, let's dive into our segments, but I've actually kind of gotten ahead of myself. My current favorite this uh, week is running, which I never thought that I'd say, but we've already kind of talked about that. It's always one of those things that's like, I wish I started sooner. Everything in life that I've ever wanted to do once I finally do it, I always wish that I started sooner. So just let this kind of serve as a reminder that if you've ever wanted to do something, life is too short not to. Like the minute that you start doing it, you will just think to yourself, why didn't I start this sooner? If you don't know how to do something, you will figure it out as you go along. Everything is figure outable and there's no reason for you to start something just because you don't know how to do it. Of course you don't know how, you're a beginner. Why would you know how to do it? You're going to suck at it, but you got to be okay with being a beginner, being okay with sucking at something in order to get better, get to where you want to be. Speaking of getting to where you want to be, it's kind of a good segue into today's topic, which by the title of this episode, you guys already know, there's a little bit of a Hannah Montana reference. Um, But it's also a quote and a song that I really, really like, and that is, life's a climb, but the view is great. Life is ultimately all about the journey and not the destination. So when I was picking a quote for today's episode, I was like, obviously, it's just going to be life's a climb, but the view is great. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about the journey and trying to enjoy the journey rather than waiting for like the next milestone to happen, you know? In your 20s, it's really interesting because it seems like everybody is always reaching milestones around you, but they're all doing it at different times. Like when my older sister was my age, she was engaged. I am incredibly single right now, but that doesn't mean that I'm doing anything wrong, you know? And I'm actually very, very happy to be single. Not like I have to disclose that, but like 
it's fine. It's also fine that my sister, older sister, got engaged when she was my age because that's that was like her life path, you know? In your 20s, everyone is hitting different milestones at different times and there's a reason for that and I don't think that there's any sort certain formula that we have to follow. A lot of us spend time rushing from point A to point Z that not even point A to point B, point A to point Z that we miss everything in between and we forget that with every step we take to get from A to Z there are memories to be made and lessons to be learned, friends to make, things to see, things to do and there's no need to be in a big freaking rush to get to the next thing. There's another quote that I like that says, remember when you wanted everything that you have now. I have very, very high expectations for myself and my life and I will be the first to admit that I'm always looking for the next best thing. And so slowing down and reminding myself that I wanted this. Like everything in my life right now is something that I once wished I had. Obviously, it's important to look ahead and have goals and kind of have direction for your life. But there's no need to miss what's happening right now. There's no reason not to be present. So about a year ago, I was just starting up my senior year of college and I was living at home and I was super unhappy. And I knew that I wasn't living up to my fullest potential, but I was super at peace because what I was doing and where I was living was super calm. And now I'm definitely living a more fast-paced life, I guess is the best thing that I could say. And obviously because I'm always in a rush to get to the next place, I spent so much time wishing and waiting for where I am now. And now I wish I could go back and kind of replicate that same sense of peace and relaxation that I had you know, a year ago. So anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent, but you guys kind of catch my drift. I'm always looking for the next best thing. So trying to focus more on the climb. I personally have never really been big into climbing. Um, like rock climbing actually takes a lot of, it's, it's very hard. It's a very intense sport. We're going to kind of shift this from like, life's a climb. We're going to maybe say like, life's a hike <laughs> just for the sake of this episode because I've been hiking and I and I enjoy it. I do enjoy the great outdoors. Not really big on camping either, but like, you know, we're just gonna leave that part out. Let's say that you're gonna go for a hike. You need to prep for this hike, right? You gotta make sure that your shoes fit. They've, you know, they're nice hiking shoes. Um, I don't know, maybe you go to L.L. Bean and like you get yourself like a nice backpack or I don't know, whatever, whatever you need for your hike. Um, you pack yourself a sandwich, you've got your bug spray, your water, uh, maybe you grab like a Go Macro bar, your AG1, whatever you need to get you through this hike, right? You probably have your hike mapped out. You typically know where you're going, you know where the trailhead starts, you know to follow the signs, you know where it ends. You've got a general sense of direction. But you know that before you begin your hike, there are things that you can do that will make your life easier to get from the trailhead to wherever you're going, say the mountaintop, for example. Lucky for you guys, this isn't a hiking podcast because I'm probably butchering this analogy, but you can basically apply the same thing to your life. There's a quote I saw on Pinterest the other day that said, 
when you love yourself, what you allow looks different. And I think that all of these little tips that I'm about to share with you are ways that you can show yourself love, that you can prepare yourself for the climb, the hike, the journey, start to enjoy the get there portion of life rather than just waiting for the next milestone. When you start to prioritize you and the things that happen to you, your life looks drastically different. And the types of people who focus on the journey, the present moment, they just tend to radiate this unique energy that everyone else is like, I want what they have. So maybe you're listening in the car on your way to work or you're walking to a coffee shop or your morning workout, or maybe you're getting ready for the day, or you're cooking a meal, or walking the dog, or whatever you're doing, honestly, it doesn't matter, but whatever you're doing is part of today's climb. And first, I just wanted to say thank you for making my show part of your journey today. That's very, very nice of you, and if you enjoy it, please be sure to share it with a friend. The more that you share the show, the more that you rate and review the show, the more that other people can also find and listen to the show. So if you find inspiration in today's episode, be sure to share it with a friend. Um, Needless to say, thanks for making me part of your journey today. Anyway, that was kind of a little side conversation, but I know that each day might look a little bit different, but there are definitely constants in your life. And I wanted to share with you guys a couple of mine, things that I do every single day, regardless of what my to-do list looks like, These are just things that I do for myself um, and for those around me to make the journey, the climb, the hike, call it what you want, a little bit easier. Item number one is to be incredibly aware of your surroundings. You could take this literally or figuratively Um, And it also would apply to a hike too. Like if you're going on a trail, you want to be aware of your surroundings. Like if there's a bear, you know, to like run in the other direction. That's probably bad advice. I'm not good with like up to date on bear safety, but like, I don't know if you run. I think you like back away slowly. Don't quote me on that. Be aware of what your body's telling you. So like physically, if you're hungry, you eat. If you have a headache, maybe you need to Take a break from looking at the computer screen for a little bit. If you've been sitting for a long time at your desk, maybe you need to get up and go for a walk. This also includes being aware of the things that you tell yourself, the words that you surround yourself with. If you're constantly telling yourself, you're not good enough, you're a piece of shit, you are, insert whatever bad negative thing you might say about yourself here. If you're constantly telling yourself that, you're surrounding yourself with like bullying type energy and if you're actually around people that tell you that about yourself you are around bullies and you need to find better people in your life speaking of people this kind of segues into our next one um still has to do with your surroundings though you got to protect your energy so whoever you let into your bubble make sure that they're going to lift you up and not tear you down if the people that you spend the most time with leave you feeling drained, hurt, upset, you need to drop them like immediately and find people who will make you feel positive, happy, supported, like a freaking superhero because those are the types of people that are going to make you a better person whereas negative, draining, just sad, bad people want to bring you down with them. Tip, life hack, piece of advice number three. 
Um, and this is something that I am trying to tap into a little bit more. It seems simple, but trust your gut. You intuitively know what you need. You know when it's time to change course. You know when it's time to end a friendship. You know when it's time to walk away from something that's no longer serving you. I think a huge piece of self-confidence is giving yourself what you know you need. And you can't do that unless you go with your gut. Like your gut instinct is almost always accurate. Next up is you got to prioritize rest. You got to prioritize sleep, recharging your battery. You literally cannot climb a mountain if you're fatigued. And the same thing goes with life. This one might be a little bit niche, but you're just one workout class away from a good mood. I've never, ever, ever once walked out of a workout regretting it or in a worse mood than I was before I walked in. Up next is do something, even if it's just one little small thing. This sounds like so basic. One little small thing for someone else every single day. Even if it's as small as like holding the door for the person behind you or like giving the Starbucks barista a compliment on their hair or something. Like you never, ever, ever know what someone's going through. And so the minute that you start to just engage more with other people, like we're so, so narrowed in on ourselves, our technology, our phones. Like if you've ever gotten into an elevator with another person, watch. They will pull out their phone almost immediately to avoid awkward conversation. Something that I've noticed too is if you're walking on the sidewalk or something and someone is walking towards you, they will do everything that they can to avoid eye contact. It is the silliest thing. It's like we're the only two people on the sidewalk right now and you are acting like I don't exist. Sometimes (laughs) I literally am like, "Am, am I real right now like am i invisible does this person just actually not see me so i've just gotten to the point where if they're literally like looking down at their shoes or like looking off to the side where i'm not trying to avoid eye contact i'll just be like hey good morning how are you it's just weird to me that like we're both people and we're just pretending like we're not like yeah sure we're strangers but like you can say hi like stranger danger doesn't really exist in the situation like we can be friendly try to keep in mind like you never know what that person's going through like just having someone smile at them could be like the one little positive thing that happened to them today so like why wouldn't you want to do that you know last piece of advice i'll leave you guys with this was it last week or the week before i can't remember but i talked about how i often look to nature to make sense of things and the same is true if i were to go on a hike I've just had this like craving to go, maybe it's the fall time, to go be outdoorsy. So like if you catch me in a cabin in the woods for like a long weekend, like you know why. But find ways to get out of your own head. And for me, that's typically nature or going to the gym. Like I will probably be at the gym a lot this week for a number of reasons, but all good things, but mostly just because I need to get out of my own head. And the quickest and most efficient way for me to do that is just sweat and move and throw some dumbbells around and just make myself feel as 
powerful and confident in my body as I possibly can. Sometimes in order to get out of your mind, you have to get into your body. I feel like today's episode was kind of just a whole big melting pot of like inspirational quotes and we got kind of deep and analogies and all this stuff. There was It was kind of directionless, but then again, maybe not. Long story short, I hope that you found some sort of nugget of motivation, inspiration, life hack, whatever you want to call it. If you did, be sure to drop a five-star rate and review. Like I mentioned before, that just helps more people find and listen to the show. If you guys want to see more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lily Rayco or the podcast Instagram at 8020pod. I also have a TikTok that will also be linked in the show notes. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Remember that life's a climb, but the view is pretty freaking great. I love you and I will talk to you soon.